And today we are participating in Sadie Palooza 2021. Welcome to Keep It Fictional, a weekly podcast for book lovers by book lovers. Build your to be read list with Sadie, Liz, Virginia, Fiona, and Corrine from the Port Moody Public Library. Warning. This podcast contains strong opinions and may cause an increase in your library holds list. Welcome everyone to a very special edition of Keep It Fictional. I am Kareen here from the Port Woody Public Library and we are here today as part of our special series of recommendations. So as you've been listening to Keep It Fictional for a long time, you know that each of us have very distinct, very specific tastes. You might be a Virginia, you might be a Liz, you could be a Fiona, but how do you recommend a book to someone that is totally outside of their ballpark? Well, that is the challenge that we have set for ourselves in this very special limited edition series. So we're librarians. We love recommending books to people. And as Virginia said last time, you can always come to the library, ask us for a recommendation, or go to our website and fill out a personalized recommendation form. And we will be happy to find books in genres or that are read-alikes of authors or books that you have really, really loved. But in this particular series, we have decided to challenge ourselves and challenge each other as readers and as professional book recommendationers. And that each of us have a special episode where the four others have been challenged to recommend a book that is outside of that person's regular reading routine. So this could be reading outside of a genre that they usually avoid, a format, or even authors that they are not friends with. Usually we are basing things on things that they will like. And so this has been really tough to find something for that special someone, one of our fellow book friends that is not their thing, but also that they're not going to hate. This is not an exercise in torture to force ourselves to read stuff that we don't or will not like. So we have all chosen books that we really hope each other will like, but isn't what we would think of a traditional book for them. So I am joined by my fellow book recommenders, uh, Fiona, Liz, and Virginia. And today we are participating in Sadie Palooza 2021. We are here today to recommend books for our favorite Sadie. There are other Sadies out there, but they are just aren't as good as this special Sadie. So this one was a wee bit tricky and I'm curious to see what everyone else found. So honestly, Sadie for me is a, like a dedicated genre reader. I know what she likes. I can be reading a book and I will know that it is a Sadie book immediately. I don't know if I can, I think my, my Venn diagram is upside down, but I actually did like a mass drawing of this because I have kind of like scientifically got my formula of what I think a Sadie book will be. So there is magic involved. 
there is a strong female protagonist and it is usually a series, usually YA. And there's like a little sweet spot between all three of those that to me is like a Sadie book. But I feel like the other tricky slash interesting thing about Sadie is that she is one of the most open-minded readers that I know. She is always willing to pick up a genre or a format that she has never read before and is always willing to give it a good shot. With Sadie, you can recommend something and she will never just kind of go, you know what, I'm not a Western person. I don't like a cowboy. That's not who Sadie is as a reader. She's always going to say, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And she might like it and she might not, but she is going to go into it with a really, really open mind. So this was kind of like a, a pleasure to recommend for Sadie because I knew that she would approach anything that was recommended to her with a, a lot of openness and curiosity about, about what, was, uh, what was there. So I'm curious, Fiona, did you find it difficult to find a, a Sadie book that's also not a Sadie book? Yeah, I found it all difficult. <laughs> Because like you say, like, you could definitely can find a book and be like, that is a Sadie book. Like, yeah, just I felt like I know so much exactly what Sadie enjoys that I didn't know what she might kind of enjoy. She is a person with like strong preferences, I think. Strong demonstrated preferences. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to find exactly nailed down what would be so out of her league that she would be really surprised by it. All right, Liz, what about you? How did, how did you find this process? I found, I found like the elements that you had in the Venn diagram, very helpful, by the way, um, because they're so clear. It wasn't as difficult to pick for Sadie as for maybe some of the other people on the panel. Not to say that it wasn't difficult, but not as much so. It was either like, well, she totally won't, you know, won't want to read this it will be like you know off the table so that was easy in that respect so just kind of finding that middle ground was not as difficult as um maybe for some of my other fellow readers a little bit of shade thrown liz i like it (laughs) okay and virginia what about you i think same thing as liz like i actually find it it was the first one that I got and I'm like yeah I think this is the one like you know and it was not too bad because I think same thing like because you know exactly what Sadie would read right so as long as you have some of those elements you know like in your beautiful Venn diagram you know even give it as a book that she would not pick up as long as you have those and I think she would enjoy it so it's actually pretty clear in some ways so yeah in fact a Sadie book is a poem by Kareen S is for series and sarcastic, whip-smart female protagonist who doesn't take any guff from people. A is for author loyalty. I know that Sadie loves specific authors and is super loyal to them. Like even if they kind of cross genres, she will kind of follow them just to kind of see what's what they're up to, um, which I think is super, super cool. Because um, a lot of the authors that she likes dabbles, dabble in different genres. Sorry, I'm, I'm like der- deriving from my poem. Okay. <clears throat> D. D is for diverse reads. I know Sadie is super committed to anti-racism work and committed to reading more people of color authors. And so I know that 
that she is very, very interested in making sure that she is reading um, uh, works by people of color and authors of color. So that is for D. I is for it's got to be magic. Not science. It's got to be magic. That's a bit of a stretch on your I, but sure. <laughs> Starts with I, doesn't it? <clears throat> and E. E is for expanding. Sadie is constantly going outside of her comfort zone. Even in the time that I started working with her, I have seen her expand her horizons from going into like adult mysteries and reading middle schools and chapter books. And she is constantly expanding her horizons. So that is a Sadie book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So with that in mind, I gotta know what everyone picked for Sadie. I have to know. So Fiona, we know you struggled. Sometimes everything is a struggle. So what did you what did you land on for Sadie? I'll have to say I've done it again. Um, I chose Queen of the Sea uh, by Dylan McConnes. And this is a graphic novel, a big hefty graphic novel. <laughs> And you see, it's a bit of a Sadie book because it is inspired by history. It is very loosely based on uh, the life of Queen Elizabeth I. And it's got a little bit of magic thrown in. <laughs> However, it's not a Sadie book at all. Um, and I'm pretty sure she didn't pick it because it's a graphic novel. Um, and also, like, it's, it's kind of a me book because nothing really happens. And I feel like that's like an anti Sadie book. It's like, I've taken like the things like, oh, you could love this. And then like plunged her into a long, boring, like artistic, loosely inspired, the smallest amount of that magic. Like- <laughs> you trying to sell this book or not? <laughs> I love this book. It's it's beautiful. The, the art is beautiful. Um, and I love the nod to the tutors. It's like really well researched and yet is not actually uh, like um, based specifically on history. And just to give you more context, uh, it is about Margaret, a young girl who has grown up on a tiny uh, secret island with nuns. I love nuns. I love the book. I shouldn't say that. I love read. I love literature and media that involves nuns. Uh, nice nuns, mean nuns. I don't know. <laughs> you can write that down in my uh, the Fiona Venn diagram. I think it's gonna be like a little bit, a little bit wild. Anyway, um, and then one day uh, a ship arrives, and it brings a young boy and the sister of the queen and they are there for opposing the king so they are there for safety and this is extremely exciting to margaret the young woman who uh, has grown up there because of course it's the same thing day in day out when you live on a remote island with nuns um so <laughs> this is extremely exciting to her oh i just i'm not gonna go on anymore because i just feel like i flubbed it so bad <laughs> I love this book. If you're a Fiona, pick it up. If you're Sadie, maybe don't. <laughs> wow, a compelling argument for your title, Fiona. Um, okay, maybe on the flip side of that, the book does have a very interesting female protagonist and talks a lot about like friendship or rivalry 
um, between two kind of powerful personalities, which I feel like Sadie does like, there is action in it. Um, I know that Sadie is more of like a present reader than like a historical reader, but is always interested to learn things. So I think that also might be an appeal factor of like maybe a time period that she hasn't read as much stuff in. So don't sell yourself short, Fiona. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that defense. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. It's a great book. It's a great book. Um, Okay. Uh, Liz, what about you? What, what book did you end up selecting? Okay. So the first book that I selected, I couldn't give to Sadie because it, it's been out and rightfully so. Um, so Sadie, if you haven't read this yet, I hope you read The Magic Fish. Uh, (laughs) This one's fantastic. It's by Chungla Nguyen. It's a graphic novel. It has the word magic in the title. Um, it's retellings of fairy tales. The illustrations are gorgeous. There's girls in poofy dresses. There's strong female characters. Uh, it's just beautiful overall. So that was what I was going to recommend. However, totally recommend something entirely different. And this one is called Horseplay, My Time Undercover on the uh, Granville Strip by Norm Boucher. Uh, so it is not in Sadie's wheelhouse because it's nonfiction. It's true crime. It's kind of gritty in that grubby life on the streets kind of way. Not magical whatsoever. Unless you take into account sort of the things people see when they go on the drugs that they are talking about within this book. So the premise is, it's a true story. Norm Boucher was a police officer in Vancouver. Um, And in 1983, he went undercover for eight months on the Granville Strip, otherwise known as Granville Street, where there's a bunch of nightclubs and restaurants and such today. So he essentially had to ingratiate himself with the drug scene there on Granville Street. So he had to dress and talk and know the lingo and and attempt to do deals with people, um, all in an attempt to help the police bring down drug pushers essentially. Not so much about the other people who were doing drugs, but more about uh, the people who were distributing drugs in Vancouver. So I thought it may be a Sadie book, because she's very open-minded about reading, as Corrine mentioned, about all different kinds of stories, uh, provided they're well-told, which I felt this one really is. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a breezy read in that it's very conversational. It's like he's talking to you about what he went through. It's very descriptive, and yet it's not gory. It's not graphic, although he is very honest about the personalities he meets. Uh, and it is very, I guess, character-based. It is nonfiction, but he does uh, talk about these people as human beings. Just a fascinating glimpse back into the history of Vancouver. Um, so I thought Sadie might enjoy this treatment of the subject. Very nice. Yeah, a genre kind of outside the regular, but I think that you've kind of hit on some appeal factors that, that Sadie might be interested in, that character-driven, and that the quality of the writing as well, I think, is, is really big. Excellent. Yeah, okay. Liz, feeling moderately confident. I like it. I like it. All right. Virginia. Virginia, what did you recommend to Sadie? So I went the route of what genres does Sadie not as often mention as something that she reads when she shares books with us. And so I went kind of immediately to science fiction. And of course, you still have to find the right flavor of science fiction. So I was looking for something that, just like you said in your Venn diagram, has a strong character, has a lot of snark, a lot of sarcasm, 
and maybe perhaps a little bit of murder because I don't think Sadie minds a little bit of murder. Not too much, a little bit. So I end up picking All Systems Red, the first book in the Murderbot Diaries series by Martha Wells. And so, like I said, it's a series. So if she, she likes series, so if she likes it, she can read more of it. They are novellas, so they are fairly short, so less commitment maybe. I know she likes big books and she doesn't mind that. But, you know, as a trial, right, for this episode, maybe that's something that will work. What I think may stop her from reading it is the cover. It is appropriate cover, but it does, when you look at it, if it looks like some sort of like military sci-fi, robots, laser, pew, 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 kind of like story, which I don't know if that's what she would want. If she look at the cover, she might be like, yeah, I don't want that. But this is totally a character-driven story, which I think the, the cover doesn't convey all that. Um, so this is a story of a SEC unit, which is a security unit, basically. They are all made by the company. So when you have to go on an expedition, for example, to some uncharted planets or territories, then you have to make a contract with the company and hire one of these SEC units to go with you so that they can provide security and keep you safe. So this is the story of one of those SEC units, one of these robots made for security, but it has become self-aware. So now it has gained free will and now it can do whatever it wants. It has its own thoughts, has its own opinions. It doesn't just follow instructions that were programmed into the unit. It can basically do whatever it wants, but that makes it tricky because it has just been hired to go on an expedition and on one of these, you have to still pretend that you're just a mere robot. You have to pretend that you're just doing everything objectively. Everything is just by the rules. But in the meantime, it started to call itself Murderbot because it really hacked into itself so that it doesn't go on some sort of murder rampage, which is what basically was programmed like for it to do. So it wanted to like have its own, have its own like kind of opinions going on. And so you hear a lot of that. And that's where all the snark and the sarcasm comes in when, when it observes the humans that it is supposed to protect. And so it's tricky when you have to sort of pretend that that's like, no, I'm just a robot. I, 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 I don't know anything at all. But going on expedition also cuts into a very important thing that Murderbot really actually wants to do. The whole reason why it hacks into its system is so that it could download hours and hours and hours of entertainment, especially this soap opera called Sanctuary Moon. That's all it wants to do, watch TV. So... It was very happy when the humans kind of ignore it and just like, oh, you know, because like, they, of course, don't share the same living quarters. So we just sit in this only room and you can watch all the binge, watch all the TV it wants. Very happy. But of course, life is not so easy. The expedition started having complications and there was some like dangerous thing going on in this planet that they just landed on. So now it has to get out of the closet and help these people in the meantime, pretending still that it is just a robot. So lots of that very strong will, definitely a strong will character, um, just really funny, dry humor, deadpan humor. And I think it's so character driven. I feel like this will be a Sadie book, even despite the science fiction part of it. I think there's a very Sadie character in there. So I hope she likes it. So All Systems Red, First book in the Murderbot series by Martha Wells. That's a great pick of Virginia. That's very, like, the voice is very Sadie because that robot is so, so sarcastic. 
just like witheringly sarcastic. Yes. And and it doesn't want to be a human. Unlike those other books that it's like usually become a sentient human, you're like, oh, I would love to become a human. No, not interested at all. Humans are messy, like, and it has no interest in being a human. So it makes it for a, such a good voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good Sadie pick. That's a really good Sadie pick. Um, yeah, for my pick, I like Liz went to nonfiction, a genre that I don't think Sadie reads as much as. And after much debate and going through a stack of books and each one of them, I was like, maybe this can be, I actually landed on this one with some help from Liz actually. And I decided to go with the library book by Susan Orlean. Susan Orlean is an investigative journalist, and she writes this book centered around the 1986 deliberately set fire at the Los Angeles Public Library. So this library burned at 200 degrees Fahrenheit and over 400,000 books were destroyed. Of course, we are librarians. This kind of hurts our soul a little bit. But beyond that, the book really delves into much more than who set the fire and why. It's also a history of public libraries in the United States. It is arson investigation. So it's a little bit of true crime in some ways. It goes through uh, various departments that there are in the library and what they offer and what impact they have on the community. It talks about the history of Los Angeles as a place, what population settled there, what communities are there and why the library was where it was. It talks about the architecture of the LA Los Angeles Public Library building. And it has some really strong characters, both the author herself, who is kind of narrating and going through this exploration of, of libraries and this particular history, but also it kind of goes into the, the history and the story of the young man who was accused of the crime. Like, how did he come to be in the library? How did he come to be the one that they thought, but really have never quite fully proven was the one who did it? Yeah, it's a book that just reads like a really interesting documentary. And it is like a beautiful love letter to to libraries. And because Sadie is in the profession and loves books and loves working with people and working with communities, I thought this might be a really interesting book for her to kind of see the profession and the institution of a public library from an outsider's point of view, but who still, I think, at the end of the book, really understood why libraries are. So yeah, a non-fic pick, which is not kind of what I think Sadie would pick up, but I I hope, I hope, I hope that maybe it appealed. All right. Are we ready, everyone? Are we ready to bring Sadie in? Welcome, Sadie, to Sadie Palooza 2021. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I feel honored. I feel, I feel like you said this. I feel very seen. I feel very acknowledged, and uh, yeah, it's sometimes a little scary how well people can read you. Don't always realize that <laughs> the things that uh, that come across. Mm-hmm. So, like mm-hmm. overall general thoughts about the experience. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I love getting recommendations. Um, I I ended up reading two of the books. So I read, I didn't just read one of them. I ended up reading two of the books and I thought about reading all of the books. Um, <laughs> I feel like it came down to time for me. I, at a different kind of point through my, my um, decision process, I had kind of set aside all of them at one point thinking that was the one that I was going I was going to read. 
Um, I love hearing why you guys picked the books. I think that that has been really cool um, to hear why you picked the books. And um, yeah, one thing, one thing that I will correct though, is I love historical stuff. I absolutely love, I would prefer to read historical than present day. I am a much more historical person. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like paranormal stuff, but I, but I do like, if you can find a paranormal historical mystery. Yeah. So I do, I do love historical and I love the Tudors. And I love, like, I love that kind of royal line. Fiona, Fiona, it's all coming together. <laughs> um, yeah, so. You were wrong to doubt yourself, Fiona. <laughs> so, Sadie, we're all on tender hooks. We want to know, since you read two of them, which books did you pick? And uh, first of all, did you guess who had recommended which books? book I was really close so the only two I didn't know were the library book and queen of the sea I wasn't sure I first off guessed Virginia's I got that one right Liz's I had a bit of a tell with Liz's it was the only one that wasn't a library book and I know that Liz was recently a part of receiving some nonfiction crime books um <laughs> So that one, I, I guessed because of that. But yeah, the other two, I went back and forth with. I originally thought the library book was from Liz because I know that you have, have talked about it before or have mentioned, I, I knew, knew that you had read it before. And then I know Kareen, Fiona and Liz all read the graphic novels and that the Queen of the Sea, I wasn't sure. And so I, yeah, I got about half. I was, I was right with, with half of you, so... So yeah, and like I said, like at various times throughout my process, I, because I read like the synopsis of all of them, and I actually was going to start with this one. This was the one that I had kind of first decided, like it is probably the most outside of my um, regular reading taste. And so that was kind of my tactic because of that. I was going to, I was going to do this one, but then just with what was kind of, what was going on in my life, I didn't want something true crimey at that particular time. And so I decided not to, so I haven't read that one. Same with the library book. I actually have had this on my list for quite a while. So this has been on my to read list for quite a while. And I think that maybe because of that, I decided that it will stay on my to read list and it will always be there so I can go back to it. <laughs> um, so I didn't read this one, but I do want to read that one. So it is a good pick, Green, it is a good pick. So the one that I actually read first, so I started with this one. So this is the first one I decided to read and I enjoyed it. I wanted more. I, I liked the story. I liked the characters. I found that the ending was a bit too quick. Like even to the point where I read the page, I'm like, that's, that's the end. Like, or not like the end of the novel, but the end of like the, the action part of it. And so I did, I did enjoy it. I might pick up another one. I'm, I'm kind of curious what happens next. Um, but I did, I did think that it was just a little bit too short. So I think I would have liked something a little bit longer. Um, I was really excited because at, at first I thought this was going to be some sort of robot detective. And that was like really, really exciting to me. <laughs> like some procedural crime, but with robots. <laughs> but it wasn't. 
<laughs> but maybe if you can find me a book that's like a crime novel with robots. So the one that I read and enjoyed the most was Queen of the Sea. <laughs> Fiona! Flabbergast. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the graphic novel format. I, I liked how the author interspersed kind of more traditional comic type format with pages that kind of had more text on them in that format. I, yeah, I enjoyed the nuns. Uh, my aunt was a nun. My great aunt was a nun. So I have nuns in my family. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I liked the character of Margaret. She was, she was so much fun. Um, and, and like I said, I do, I enjoy historical stuff. I didn't actually know. And I don't, didn't realize that it was based on actual kind of the actual Tudor family and the actual historical aspect of it. Um, but I just kind of read it for a story about a kingdom and rebellion. And I like, I, I enjoy stories that have like someone who is on the run from, from someone having to hide their identity. And so you had that in this one. The one thing I would say is that, and, it, and I know it was a very, clear choice to not do this and I think the author actually addresses it at the end is I wanted to know what happened next like I feel like in a way and kind of what you said Fiona is not a ton happened and at the end I felt like that was the point that was a jumping off point to where where the action started where the adventure started but no I did I really enjoyed it I read it really quickly and yeah so this one was my was my top pick so thank you Fiona actually something I forgot is that like I know it's not Irish, but that you like, that you love the Jacobite rebellion and that sometimes that sort of like historical stuff. I don't enjoy present day royalty, but I like past royalty. <laughs> and there is good news that the sequel to that is coming out in 2022. Oh, there we go. I will get my action and adventure. <laughs> Well, what an episode of shocking upsets <laughs> for Fiona, the highs, the lows. It was very fun to hear you talk about how you knew that I wasn't going to pick your book, Fiona. It was quite entertaining. <laughs> wow. This episode has everything in it. Just everything. What an amazing Sadie Palooza 2021. Can't wait for it to come around next year. And I can't wait for our next mystery reader. Who's that going to be? Liz. It's going to be Liz. Liz. Ooh. Are you excited, Liz? A little scared, to be honest. Um, there was a book on my desk, and the person who dropped the book off decided to rescind it, for which I am so glad. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yes. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> So off to a rough start with Liz's episode. Any last kind of like feelings about the process, Sadie? Any last thoughts about, about the pics or, or words of wisdom for other Sadie readers out there? Try stuff that you might not think you like because you might like it. And if you can write a uh, robot detective story for me, I'd really appreciate it. There probably is one. There probably there. is. Yeah, I that's think, true. I can think of a couple. All right, so yeah. Right. They're not really Sadie books though. So no, that's I don't fair. know. That's fair. <laughs> But as we learned, E is for expansive. So 
Get out there, you Sadies. Utilize that E in your name. Read wildly and well. And from all of us at Keep It Fictional, have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you like our show, please tell a fellow book lover about it. You can find a list of all the books we discussed in our show notes. Join us next week for another fun book chat. Until then, keep it fictional. Mm -hmm.